Hello, everybody, and welcome to Pick and Roll. This is your daily NBA betting show powered by the Hammer Betting Network. Use the Hammer Betting Network for all of your sports betting content needs at thehammer.bet. And for this show, I am your host, Jacob Germenia. You can catch my work on YouTube at Amateur Sports and on Twitter at Jacob Germenia. And I'm joined, as always, by Pips NBA, and we got some big picks for you guys today. A little bit of a discussion early on, though. We did want to discuss four games, five games into the season for some teams. Which teams have surprised us the most with the most with how well they've played? And which teams have surprised us the most with how poorly they've played? And Pips, I'm going to throw it to you here. Who are your two teams for that discussion? So for the worst performers so far, of course, 76ers. I mean... Embiid came into the season out of shape. He didn't look well at all. Harden is playing way above the last season performances. Oh, yeah. Max is continuing his work. So offensively, only Embiid struggled. Everyone else is playing decent. But defense defense is huge problem. They are terrible in transition defense. Embiid is like playing, I don't know, he, he isn't even trying so they are playing terrible. Yeah, I expected and, them to contend for sorry. the first place in the East, but this is just not going well. Yeah, as you're saying, not even trying, Embiid. Um, I'll say, because the Sixers are also my team here, so most surprisingly how bad they are. Uh, they're, everybody doesn't seem like they're trying on defense. The Raptors played them yesterday. And by the way, we're not just talking about the Sixers because they played the Raptors. Uh, yeah. We, we talk about them anyway. They're one in four. They're supposed to be one of the best teams in the East. Obviously, a lot can change only after five games. But lost by 10 to the Raptors, have lost to the Spurs this season. And the Raptors made a mockery of that 76ers defense. It just looked, it just looked like they weren't even trying. Like, honestly, it didn't look like anybody cared out there to play defense. You know, Maxi got 30-plus points, as did Joel Embiid. Harden also had an okay game. Didn't get the ball a ton. It wasn't shooting a lot. But um, the defense clearly does not show a lot of desire to stop the ball going in, which I would be very concerned with early on. But let's transition. You're most surprising how well they've played. Which team is that for you? As my biggest surprising team was, of course, Utah Jazz. Mm-hmm. I am also surprised by the Wizards. They are playing actually a pretty pretty good box basketball, even though they have like Porzingis, which I don't like at all as a player. As the main offensive, offensive offensive force, but they are playing actually pretty good actions, pretty good offensive sets. They are trying harder defense and they are playing well. But Utah Jazz so far just like they won. They are currently at four and one. The only loss came after a back-to-back games overtime, so they were exhausted and didn't have any energy. But they came back last night and beat the same team they lost to and they often suggest like run run shoot trees and it's working it's amazing i never yeah, so thought I, I never thought i could see a team with sexton uh clarkson clarkson mark beasley uh and telling horton tucker and guys like that that works Yeah, it just seems like it's a team playing with little expectations, running gun offense, living and dying by the three, almost like college team sort of vibes the way they're playing. Uh, They're winning games. They're probably my pick as well. Just touching the Wizards briefly. I feel like every start of the season, the Wizards are 
like the best team yeah. in the NBA, and then they they fall back down to earth. So maybe more of that today. But for you guys today on the show, we do have one official play. Uh, we were limited a little bit because some of the props came out late, but we do have an official play for you guys. Before we get into that, we do want to discuss the slate tonight because it's a con- it's a compact slate tonight. Not a lot of games, but there are some still some good ones that we want to discuss. Quickly, Clippers playing Oklahoma City again. You know, we, we touched on it two days ago. We thought that Clippers would steamroll them. They didn't. Oh, the, the Thunder came out and got the win, though. I don't know. Tonight, what do you think? I think the Clippers get it done tonight. Yeah, sure. I also think Clippers get it done, but uh, I think Paul George is questionable. Morris is like is also unknown to play, so I just don't know what Clippers are going to do. Like you never know with those guys when they're that's fair resting their guys and stuff. Uh, but oh, clip uh, Thunders are missing Gide, so yeah, I, I should lean Clippers in this one for sure. It, it's a little bit tough. I think both these teams are ones that you just have no idea because three hours before the game, maybe Kawhi and Paul George aren't playing, and then for OKC, maybe Shea's not playing, maybe Dort's not playing, Giddy, all of these other factors those are probably two teams that uh, unless you have the injury report laid out it might be difficult to handicap that game so we'll move on to a couple of the more exciting games Uh, we want to talk about the Miami Heat visiting the Golden State Warriors Miami maybe not the best team out of the gate so far this season they're two and three but again we're super early guys and the Warriors two and two trying to go back to back on NBA championships Uh, Golden State Big, big favorites in this one. They're favored by six and a half points. Any thoughts on this game? Yeah, I think they're big favorites because Miami is on a back-to-back. Because Golden State didn't look great this season at all. They are actually, their defense is pretty pretty bad. And they are allowing the most points in transi- transition in the entire league. And they were probably the best transition defense last season. And they didn't change any players. I don't know what's going on there. It's pretty interesting to see going from the best transition defense to the worst. And Miami is, they, they lack some talent on the offensive end. So they are trying to push the pace. So we could see a lot of transition points from Butler, Adebayo, and Hero. So it will be an interesting spot here. Uh, yeah. And Miami going defense, back, sorry, finish. Yeah. Miami defense so far is excellent. Last night they didn't play at all great there on offense, but their defense just locked down Portland and they won easily. And, and sticking with Miami, Miami obviously the spot for one of the official plays yesterday. Tyler Hero doesn't shoot the ball particularly well. We had the over, I think it was over 20 and a half points. He yeah. finishes on 14, 5 for 13 from the field, only 28 minutes. Uh, not his best game, of course. That was unfortunate. Uh, we did... Also get a win, though. We, we were 1-1 one one yesterday for a slight loss because the Lakers, despite their 11-point loss to the Denver Nuggets, AD goes half a point over. LeBron easily clears the assist there. Uh, did you also catch that Lakers game? And if so, yeah, what I, thoughts did you have on I them? I watched, watched the whole game, and the problem with Lakers is, like, first half, Denver wasn't even trying on the defense, and the game was tied at the halftime. And AD had 16 points in the first half. And the second half, just then they decided to front uh, Davis. And he's like made of glass. He doesn't want to contact 
contact game and being physical with him. And he just, I think he took only one field goal attempt in the whole fourth quarter. Like he just didn't do anything. He was like PJ Tucker on the floor. On the floor. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, hey, well, PJ took 10 shots yesterday because the, <laughs> the Raptors were happy yeah. to just leave him wide open. Hey, PJ, if, if, if the outcome of our defensive says PJ Tucker shooting a three, the defense has done their yeah. job. And they did that quite often because he kept on shooting. But uh, at yeah. least, hey, we did get the win in that one. Get off the mark here on pick and roll. And uh, obviously yeah. the pick coming later, trying to keep everything going. But one more game on this slate before we get to that pick. We are going to briefly discuss the, the Dallas Mavericks heading to the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn, not a, the greatest of starts to the season. One in three. Obviously, question marks about their organization going into the year. They are also, I believe, coming off of a back-to-back here. They played the yep. Milwaukee Bucks yesterday and lost also by 11 points, 110-99. If you like if you like star power, you like firepower, you got it here. Luka Doncic, KD, Kyrie Irving. Uh, how do you see the Dallas Mavericks so far this season and the Brooklyn Nets for that matter? Do you think they can kind of make up the ground here? Brooklyn Nets have a huge problem. They are defending uh, stars one-on-one. They are like just so switching and letting stars attack weak players. And we saw that in the game with some Memphis where Bain and Morajia combined for almost 80 points. I mean, that's absurd. And they are terrible rebounding team and they got killed on the glass. They got killed one-on-one and their defense need to change. There's no way they can just let like Luka Doncic, Amoran play one-on-one with their big targets. And that thing won't work. Pascal Siakam as well. Pascal dropped 37 on the Brooklyn Nets. And that wasn't a surprise. Every high usage player will have like the best game of the season. This is them like they are Houston Rockets or something like. It's crazy. <laughs> and, and guess who the highest usage player is in the NBA? Who they're facing today? Luka Doncic. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so that's the thing I'm interesting about. Like, do they ch- do they change anything? If they let Luka play one on one with Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons will be fouled out in 15 minutes, and Luka will score 50. I mean, that's. <laughs> I I actually expect they do change something because they don't have any chance to win if they don't. Yeah, I and, I I doubt Nick Steve. Sorry, I doubt Steve Nash a little bit as a head coach, as does yeah. Kevin Durant. So I'm not sure what sort of adjustments we will see here. I mean, he does have a good assistant coach. And they have some good coaches on the there, but he is just not great. Okay. And <laughs> yeah. the interesting thing on the other side of the floor is, of course, Dallas will trap, double team, blitz Kyrie and KD, and we'll see how that goes. But when you have Claxton and Ben Simmons as the next best player so next to you, I mean it's pretty easy to double team and shrub Kyrie. Yeah, and, and Jason and Kidd loves doing that. that. Yeah. yeah, and that won't go well for Brooklyn either. So, yeah, I expect Dallas to win this one. Okay, and we touched on a player who did have a really good game against Brooklyn, and he is going to be part of the same game parlay here on the official pick in the last game that we need to discuss, which is the Memphis Grizzlies going to the Sacramento Kings. Desmond Bain is a feature here. We'll get right into our official pick for it today as we have Desmond Bain over 16.5 points, De'Aaron Fox over 4.5 assists. You can get this from minus 110 odds at DraftKings or 
BetMGM. Just a bit of the stats on the players so far this season. Desmond Bain has had, in his first three games, he had 16, 14, and 14 points. In his fourth game, they have 38, so that's quite nice. We'd love that tonight as well. Darren Fox this season has averaged seven assists per game, and he has consistently gone above this mark. Not that these statistical trends factor in heavily into the handicap, but in the matchup sense here, uh, let's go to Pips again. What do you like about these two numbers? So Bain is actually my most improved player pick for this season, and I expected quite a lot from him, and for a good reason. He's like probably or probably top five shooters in the NBA. He was ranked second top last two, season man. on uh, three-point shooting percentage on a high volume. So, yeah, but he also has a good driving to the rim. He's excellent scorer inside. He has a mid-range game. He now averaged six assists a game. Like he's improved a, a ton. And he had a 19-point average last season, and I expect him a huge leap, and I expect him to go to the 22, 23 points, and he's getting a great matchup. Um, Kings are starting uh, Keegan Murray today, and they are losing one of their best of defensive players, you know, Paula. So they, the only decent player defensive on their roster is Huerter, and he'll be guarded, guarding John Morant, so Ben should have it pretty easy. We saw, like, against the Golden State Warriors, Curry had 33, Wiggins 24, Poole 24. Every high-usage offensive player is scoring a ton against the Kings, and I think that trend will continue through the entire season. And on the other side, we have Fox. He, as you said, seven assists average a game, and he had 24 potential assists in the last game versus the Golden State Warriors, which is crazy. Wow, yeah. He's, He's top three in the league in touches per game. And the thing is, uh, now with Keegan Murray starting, he has an, another target to get assists. And additional point, he has seven assists average, but on 16 potential assists, which is way below his average, expected average. I mean, on his uh, 18, uh, 16 potential assists, his expected assist will be like 88 to 8.5. So, yeah, I think we are here in a great spot here with this spot. Yeah, Desmond Bain last season averaged 18 a game. He's also high on my radar for most improved player. Uh, Because I always have to make it about the Raptors, I will again here. Uh, 2020 draft, Raptors select Malachi Flynn 29th overall. Desmond Bain goes 30th overall. And my goodness, could the Raptors use a player? Uh, like Desmond yeah, Bain. No. That one's going to haunt me for years and years to come. But hey, I think 16 and a half, I think he's going to go over that very consistent this season. I think he'll be near 20 points per game. And De'Aaron Fox, uh, something another part of the assist category, the pick and roll partner of DeMontis Sabonis is excellent for him. So I think that's a number as well. He's consistently going over this season. So that is the one official pick that we have for today. I am a fan of it once again, but that is all from us here at Pick and Roll. Let's go and get a winner today, get ourselves back on track. We are back again tomorrow at 11.15 a.m. Eastern time as normal. That will wrap up our week. This show goes live every single weekday, Monday through Friday at the same time. You can catch it on YouTube. You can catch it on the board NBA, at the board NBA on Twitter, as well as at the Hammer HQ on Twitter. Next week, you can also catch this live on Twitch and 
whatever reason, you can't catch this show live. You can also re-watch it on any of those platforms that I listed, as well as on podcast form. Spotify for now, Apple Podcasts will approve us very, very soon, and you will be able to catch it there. Thank you, every time, thank you again to everybody. Catch me on Twitter or on YouTube, and catch Pips on Twitter at PipsNBA, and we'll see you tomorrow for some more NBA picks. We'll <laughs>